welcome to Freaky Fauna Friday, where every Friday we take a little time and explore some of the freaks of nature from around the planet we cherish so deeply. So please, jump aboard and let's explore the wilds together. Hi, welcome back to Freaky Fauna Friday. I'm the great and peaceful Mr. E. And I'm Jay, and it feels good to be back. Feels good. Welcome back to Friday. It's Friday, Friday. We gotta learn about animals on Friday. This one is green. (laughs) I can't keep doing that song. It is. It is green. Well, okay, that's neat. What is it? I almost almost bought its cousin recently, and then it sold out, so I didn't get it. Oh, I still... uh, Oh, welcome back to Freaky Fun on Friday. Oh, yeah, again. Welcome back to Freaky Fun on Friday. No, I mean, yeah, that's the third time. Welcome back to Freaky Fun on Friday. All right, guys. The Green Anaconda. Oh, Anaconda. Mm-hmm. I think you said Anaconda. Anaconda. Anaconda, the green one, huh? Mm-hmm. It's different. Yeah, there is, because there's yellow Anaconda, and the snake I was talking about are elephant trunk snakes. Hmm. Well, what makes the green Anaconda so freaky compared <laughs> to the others? We'll talk about it. Oh, okay. I guess that's why we're here, ain't it? It is. Now, so what do you know about green anacondas? Um, they're big, and um, if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, Snake from Naked Snake from uh, Metal Gear Solid Three enjoys the taste of them. Anacondas? Yeah. Hmm. I think he's on that game. I don't remember. Probably not. I know they always have to have bread on their sandwiches. Hmm. Or also, it's not a sandwich. Because an anaconda don't want none. They ain't got, got buns, buns. Hun. Uh, <laughs> Now, there's a really good little song, like an educational song by College Humor. That's, I think, copying a Nicki Minaj song. Yeah. But it's all about green anacondas. Like, it's oh, fully okay. educational. It's just like... Oh, it's not like that video where it's her, but they just dub farts over every... No, it's, like, actually about green anacondas. Oh, okay. So, this is something that surprises a lot of people. Is there actually a boa? Ah. Not a python. Didn't know that. The two big, you know, pythons and boas are the two biggest, as in by weight and length, snakes on the planet. Right. Uh, Depending on where you go in the world, you know, boas are bigger or pythons are bigger. Now, the green anaconda is the largest snake by weight. Ah, that's what makes it freaky. Yeah. Uh, On average, you know, big, big adults are 16 to 20 feet long and 4 to 500 pounds. That's a pretty big snake. There is a skin of one that was 29 feet long, and there were reports of them being up to 40 feet long or 45 feet long. It's a really big snake. And you may be like, well, why, you know, why is it that there are such larger reports, you know, and why don't we have these specimens? Uh, they don't, they they do extremely well in captivity, but they never quite get their lengths. You know, they definitely... In captivity. In captivity. Yeah. Uh, and in the wild, they're very secretive. They're mm. not these big monsters that kind of people make them out to, especially from the movie like yeah, Anaconda. That movie ruined them. Yeah, they aren't. They aren't extremely active predators. They're like not that. Like pursuing people and eating yeah. them in one whole bite. And big adult green anacondas pretty much live in the water almost their whole lives. Hmm. They don't really leave except to breed, which we'll talk about here in a minute. So, do you know the difference between a boa and a python? Hmm. Maybe. Uh, don't uh, do boas constrict? They both constrict. They're oh. both constrictors. Oh, darn it. Well, there goes that. It's their teeth. 
It is not. <sighs> Dang it. I'm at a, I don't know. I, they're girth. In general, boas give live birth uh. and pythons lay eggs. Oh, okay. And there's one exception to both rules. Okay. I cannot remember the python that gives live birth, but sharp-tailed sand boas lay eggs. Then why aren't they pythons? Because they're actually they're genetically boas. Like they're oh. part of just it's a general rule. Like when you look at a boa, it's kind of a thing. Boas give live birth and pythons give egg eggs. Birth. Egg birth. Yes. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I learned something already. And as most people already know, green anacondas are mostly green, like an olive green color with darker green spots covering their bodies, and their underside is a pale green or yellow. Oh, now that explains the name. Their scales are extremely tiny, and they're very thick, like they're bubbled scales. Okay. And they interlock, and that's that's due to mostly an aquatic lifestyle. Right, yeah. Uh, so scale rot is a big thing with py- both pythons and boas. So the ones you see that spending a lot of time in the water have this kind of system, right? Like uh, for ball pythons, you know that's a common pet. They don't they they get scale rot pretty easy if you have them too humid, and their like scales puff up and stuff mm. like that. So this is like a waterproofing. Yeah. Okay. Green anacondas are found in the tropical rainforest of South America, the Amazon, and the Orenco rainforest basin. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Typical green anaconda habitats include rivers, streams, lakes, and swamps. Pretty much water. Right. Yeah. Uh, they eat a lot of. They eat a lot of capybaras and caiman. Oh, gosh. And fish. They eat well, a lot no wonder of fish. why they're so big if they're yeah. eating capybaras. Capybara, capybara, cap... Well, eat tapirs, too. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like I said, aquatic stinks. Green anacondas are most at home in the water than on ground. They spend most of their lives in or near the water, and that's why they're known as the water boa. Mm. The green anaconda's eyes and nostrils are positioned on the top of its head. If you ever look at their heads, they're kind of actually weird-shaped for a lot of snakes. It's much more like a crocodile. Guess I've never really paid attention. And when you next time you look at one, you'll be like, "Oh, it is like really high up. Like their eyes are on top of their skull." Is that so they can like look around in yeah. the water? So when they can come, like when if they want to grab something on the bank, yeah, they hunt very similar to like crocodiles. Just have their eyes peeking yeah. up. They put the eyes in their nose, so they can have their whole giant body underneath the water, just have the littlest bit out. You know, they are cold blooded, like all reptiles, but not all fish. Oh. oh. So, yeah, they eat meat. They're carnivores. Uh, fish, birds, other reptiles, uh, eat tapirs, wild pigs, capybaras. Uh, there's even been a couple of reports of green anacondas preying on jaguars. Dang. They are. They're one of these apex predators. By that, it means that the only thing that eats them is other apex predators. Yeah. Uh, Which is us. Their biggest uh, their biggest enemy. As human beings. Is the Amazon River otter. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah, they're mean. They hate each other extremely. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah. River otters are known to, like, wait for a green anaconda to have a big meal so it's vulnerable, uh-huh. and they will literally rip it apart. <laughs> they're vicious little things. Yeah, so my little quick facts. Green anacondas are the biggest snake, but not the longest. Okay. Uh, Burmese or, uh, oh, what's the other one? Rock python. There's a couple pythons that kind of get to that really long length of, like, 32, 33 feet. Okay. That have been documented. Uh, anacondas are mainly nocturnal. Uh, in the wild, green anacondas can live for, you know, 10 to 30 years. That's pretty long. Mm-hmm. There are some reports of anacondas living in their 80s. That's really long. Green anaconda skin is, you know, is the way it is for camouflage. Because the Amazon rainforest, no, the Oronco, I can never say the word right, <laughs> rainforest is mostly green water. Mm. 
like I said already, green anacondas spend almost all their lives in the water, especially as adults. Uh, the babies are like their their babies are almost the same color, but when they give live birth, it's just crazy. Now, an interesting thing that's been witnessed with green anacondas and what was seen in the movie, I think the second anaconda movie. I can't keep up with them. Is their breeding pits. Breeding pits? Yeah. Okay. So like gardener snakes and stuff like that. Well, they dig a hole out or something? No, it's just uh, breeding balls, breeding pits. Like the green anaconda female are much larger than the males. Okay. Uh, they will basically release pheromones, and a whole bunch of males will come to try to breed with one female. Oh, gotcha. So it looks like a massive thing of tentacles. So it's like a big ball. Yeah. Oh, it's so they're all them. fighting, trying to get their hemipenes in. Not the hemipene. Green anacondas are also known to eat their mates sometimes. Like a praying mantis. Yeah. It's, that's kind of... It's, it's very odd for a constrictor snake to do that. Okay. Like, uh, constrictors, it's, it's just not something they do. You know, what's called a colubrid, which are everything from cord snakes to some venomous snakes. Okay. Uh, they are more often to do that because they're much more snake eaters. Uh, anacondas aren't really snake eaters. So it's just weird for them to do that. So if it's, you know, if your hemipene just didn't feel right... Off with your head mm-hmm. and your whole body. And they are squeezers. Ooh. You know, the constrictors. Uh, they can actually break your ribs and stuff like that. That would suck. I would hate to go out by a snake. It would take a very large snake for them to eat you. And it's Me? Be- yeah, because of their sh- our shoulders. The way we're designed, anacondas and most constrictors swallow their prey head first. Yeah. And our shoulders kind of prevent them from widening their mouth because it's not a gradual widening. It goes from our neck to our shoulders. Right, yeah. And they can't do that. Not saying they won't try yeah they just, are snakes just your head will be shoved in their mouth and mm-hmm. their teeth are wrapped around your torso but they're i mean they're as far as all of the big constrictors they probably have the best temperament hmm. they really don't they're as uh, even their smaller cousins like uh the yellow anaconda so the weird thing here in ohio is you can't own a green anaconda anymore unless okay. you had one before the law went into place okay you can own yellows which to me is the dumbest rule why is that because they got rid of greens because they just banned all the big constrictors for no good reason. For your safety. Yeah. So they got rid of green anacondas because they're massive, right? Right. But they're pretty docile in captivity comparatively. So, But uh, yellows, they don't get that big. Thing. Like A big yellow is like eight feet long. So they stand under the 12-foot roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're monsters. They're mean? Yeah. Okay. They have the worst attitude. And some snakes have that, like uh, carpet pythons and stuff. Yeah. A lot of times... Or horrible. Like well, they're just why they put that law in place. Because the people that make laws have no idea what they're doing. Perfect. That's just how we should be governed. Working from you know a biological standpoint, the people that make rules on biology yeah. in the environment have no idea how anything works. Yeah. You know, it's a chaos by design, it sounds like. Yeah. It, yeah. It's built to be that way. So the snake I almost bought was called an elephant trunk snake. Okay. They have diamond scales. Like their di- their scales are really raised. Okay. They look like an anaconda. They have the big same nose and big goofy eyes. Except imagine like, uh, oh, what's your dog called? A chow. So you know the chow's wrinkles? Yeah. On the face? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that is the whole body of the snake. Oh, cool. They look like a snake that lost a lot of weight and has a bunch of floppy skin. Or it looks like an elephant's trunk that fell off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, makes sense. And they're they're fully aquatic. They're one of the few actually fully aquatic snake species in freshwater. 
Okay. Uh, their whole and there's a couple of them that are marine of the elephant trunk family, but the elephant trunk family as a whole is like the only fully aquatic freshwater snake. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. Yeah. So people, it's weird when you see them having them in fish tanks and stuff because they don't put lids on them. Yeah. You're thinking for a snake like. Uh, this dude's gonna get out. Yeah, and they do not want to leave the water. You can yeah. come out of the water. You know, you could pick them up like a sea snake or whatever. Yeah. Except if you pick up a sea snake, you'll probably die. Are these snakes uh, docile? Elephant trunk snakes? Yeah. Extremely. Oh, they're okay, just cool. they're strict fish eaters. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Sweet. Any questions about the green anaconda? It's nothing like the movie. And then uh, that reptile zoo in Michigan, they have a couple that they've worked with. Yeah, and they're pretty like they got them pretty puppy dog tame, and like I said, a reptile doesn't have the same emotions as a mammal, right? So like you don't uh, personally, you never fully trust a reptile. No, because it'll eat you when you're sleeping. Yeah, they go predator prey mode, you know. Yeah. Uh, but they they got them pretty good, and they're pretty docile. I think once you a big thing with reptiles, especially big snakes, is getting rid of the prey drive. Yeah. When we had a lot of snakes, you know, we fed them on plates and stuff like that. Like they didn't, there was no movement. There was no nothing. You just, yeah. you threw in a threw food yeah. in there and let they them went go over and they walk over, you know, they'd crawl over and they'd eat it and then they'd go back. So when you pick them up, there's no that because they're seeing like three different ways, right? Okay. They see in thermal, the pits of Lazarus, like on their face, they see in smell and they see like we do and cut, you know, so there's a lot of information they're getting at one time when something happens. Right. And it can kind of trigger a response, and that's when they bite people and scare people. That makes sense. Except when a 500-pound snake does it, it's a little different than well, a half-pound snake. I mean, just moral of the story, never trust a reptile. You can trust them. Mm, not reptilians. You, do you not trust your tortoise? Well, she's cool. Mm-hmm. That's, see? Already but, double standard. But not if I'm, I wouldn't sleep next to her. What's she going to do? I don't know. She might she might gnaw the tag off my shirt. No, she's got a hard bite. Yeah, I bet. I don't want to be bit by her. <laughs> I she, doubt she'd ever bite you. No. She'll tuck away before she ever bites. But I bet she could Ooh, that'd be a cool trick. Huh. Train her to bite people. Like a home home invasion intruder and she just comes like barreling out like uh, 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 and biting their toes. See, that's why I want an emu. <laughs> just train it for the house. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be quite the imagine guard dog. A, imagine a guy breaks into the house and there's just a six foot tall dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, starts runs fifty to miles death. an hour. Yeah, I'd, I'd be gone. Well, you'd be dead. Yeah, you'd never. No one would ever rob your house. Be impossible. You see the window and you just see this big eye looking out. That's like, <laughs> just. It's like it's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. That could be. Ooh, that could be a good plot of a horror movie. So that's been the Green Anaconda. Wow. Freaky, right? Very. So, uh, I guess one more thing. Because I keep remembering little things. Uh, if you type in how long a green anaconda can hold its breath on the internet, mm-hmm. it says 15 minutes. That is incorrect. It's way longer, right? Yeah. So that, uh, like I said, the reptile zoo, they have their big anacondas and big enclosures. Mm-hmm. And anacondas eat underwater. It's a long process. So he sat there and timed her. And I think he got to an hour 45 before she ever came up for a breath. And it wasn't like she was panicked to come up and breathe. Yeah. She's only in three foot of water. Right, yeah. So it's like a, a nine or ten foot snake. Right, yeah. So just, they can just swing their head up whenever they want. She just didn't, you know. Didn't need to. Yeah. So it's eight hours. Huh. Hours. And did you know, here's an extra fact from the rainforest. Oh, dang. Sloths can hold their breath longer than dolphins. Did not know that. Wow. Wow. Who would have thought that about the old sloth? Mm. I have been the great and peaceful mystery. And I've been Jay. What's your... 
What's your little thing to go out on for the weekend? Uh, well, it's Christmas time. It is getting to be yep, Christmas time or Hanukkah or whatever Kwanzaa. holiday you celebrate. And we just celebrate Christmas, so Merry Christmas. But right. If you celebrate Hanukkah, Merry Hanukkah. Is that what they say? I is think it they Happy say Hanukkah, Christmas Hanukkah. And what do you say for Kwanzaa? Um, uh, Happy Kwanzaa, I guess. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, do we have anybody that celebrates Kwanzaa around us? Uh, We're not the most diverse area. Probably, n- probably somewhere. I'm I sure. only know. I only know two people that celebrate Hanukkah. Oh, I know one. I know one at least. Well, they're, it's Emily's cousins. Oh wow, okay. that's it. Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. We're not a very diverse area in Northwest Ohio. No, nah. and we pretty much keep to ourselves a lot too. So, well, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. So enjoy your uh, time with. Family that's around and and remember uh, for everybody. I think I said you weren't here last week when we did this. Right, Christmas in the holiday season can be very hard for some people. So be that friend and reach out and just check on somebody if you know they're alone for the holidays or whatever. Invite them over. Just you know try to be that friend to reach out and help somebody because it is a very hard time around the holidays for people, especially since it's so cold too. It's so cold outside. Oh, it's not the song I thought you were going to sing. I, w- I mixed them. W- were you going to sing It's So Cold in the D? No. Oh, okay. No, it's it was the so Dogman Blues. It's So Cold in the D. All right. I've been the Great and Peaceful Mystery. And I've been Jay. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Freaky Fat on a Friday. If you want to help the podcast grow, remember to share and give it a five-star review.